When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. We are presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Amber Wilson and Peter Burns, we're filling in for the guys. You I'm dancing right now. Us. I'm dancing right there. Got, got me in a good, song. it's a Friday. Come on. Yankees went on a walk-off. They're going to get a brand new quarterback in Daniel Jones. I mean, right, I mean, settle, or, settle or, down. Settle down. Or, well, yeah, not Daniel Jones. I don't think well, Giants maybe. fans want that. We're going to get to that in just a moment. You can tweet to both of us, Amber W Sports at Peter Burns ESPN. You can also join the conversation. Give us a call. Triple H say ESPN 888-729-3776. So you heard Peter Burns mention it there, not the Daniel Jones part. Don't worry. We will be getting into the situation with the Giants, though, in just minutes. But I'm talking about what happened last night with the New York Yankees. Now, we are used to seeing Aaron Judge do incredible things Mm -hmm. this season, right? It is a season to remember for Aaron Judge, which is funny that it always happens, those seasons to remember in the contract years, Peter Burns. Isn't that funny? Good time to have it. It's a good time to have it. Also a good time to be out there healthy as well for Aaron Judge. He got his third walk-off homer of the year last night. He lifted the Yanks over the Royals. One zip. Here's what it sounded like. High fly ball. Left center. Taylor on the run. On the track. At the wall. He's done it again. See ya. A walk-off home run by Aaron Judge. And the Yankees win one nothing. Such a good radio call there. Uh, Judge's Major League leading 39th homer rescued the Yanks and maybe gave them that boost that they needed, right? Because things seemed uh, pretty detrimental for the Yanks coming off of that Subway series. Yeah, and you kind of need that, that, that moment, right? No, no matter what the sport is, you need to have that moment. Everybody kind of looks at each other, going, "Okay, we we fix this." Now, does one game of the rules fix it? No. But what I do love about this whole thing is not only is Aaron Judge betting on himself, he's delivering, and he's also doing it. He's been playing a bunch in center field, right? I mean, so you look at this, and what what half of the se- half of the game so far this season, he's doing it. Now the question is, is he going to do it the remainder of the season and keeping him healthy? Because I think that's what Yankee fans want to know right now is how good this run is for Aaron and and how great the amount of money that he's going to make probably from the Yankees are going to have to keep him because he's such a star. Is does he stay healthy? And so the question is, are you still going to run him out in center field that long, or is Boone going to sit there and go, all right, now now let's kind of back this up. And and if you look at the power tree, uh, the power group that you can have with Ben Attendee in left and, 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 and Aaron Judds in center, if he continues this way, that's a whole hell of a lot of fun of a franchise to watch. 
Yeah, they got the all-star Ben attendee. You mentioned it from Kansas City on Wednesday. We still have a few days left here before the trade deadline as we wake our way towards August 2nd. At, or eight, Yes, August 2nd at 6 p.m. Eastern. The Yankees have until then. Maybe bring in some starting pitching. Maybe they're not done yet with their moves. So things, though, at least coming off of last night, Looking up for the time being, a little boost again coming off a disappointing Subway Series for the Yankees where they got swept by the Mets, but it seems like Aaron Judge is going to be the MVP this season. So when that happens and Aaron Judge gets his $7 billion a year contract that he's going to get, are they going to put like a Kyler Murray stipulation in there that he's only allowed to do certain things? Or do you think well, they're going to trust Well, don't forget, Aaron Judge him. was pretty noncommittal about where that contract's going to end up coming from and if he's going to be seen in pinstripes after this season. So Come we'll on, you know he's going to be a Yankee. Shot themselves you know he's going to be foot. a Yankee. Tune in to an interleague battle tomorrow as the Red Sox host the Brewers. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Coverage begins at 3.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Amber Wilson and Peter Burns filling in for the guys today on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. You heard Peter mention earlier the situation with the New York Giants and Daniel Jones. Or could it be somebody else at the helm this season for the Giants? Let's bring in some help with the Giants conversation. Jordan Renan, he covers the New York Giants for ESPN. And Jordan, the rumors are out there. Jimmy Garoppolo to the New York Giants. Do you have anything on this? Is this a realistic possibility? I just don't see it. I really don't know where that comes from. I know Vegas is all over it, but... uh, have they looked at where the Giants are salary cap-wise? Like, it would be a really, really hard move for the Giants to pull off. And also, does it doesn't really make a ton of sense. Like, is Jimmy Garoppolo your future franchise quarterback? Like, they they, they want to see what they have with Daniel Jones. Like, at least they'll, they'll take a shot, see if they have something there. And then, if not, they could just move forward next year. Like, uh, I, I really don't see how Jim... Garoppolo makes much sense. Joe Shane actually said the other day at the first day of training camp, the Giants are $5 million under the salary cap at the moment. And basically when you make moves to fill out the roster and injuries and stuff throughout the season, you need, you know, a little bit more than $5 million probably. They're going to probably have to make moves begrudgingly against his will. He'd rather not do this. But to do some small restructures or move money around, in order to get through this season. Now, how then do you get Jimmy Garoppolo's money in on top of the fact that for the franchise, it, like this is a rebuilding year for them. Like why would they want to bring in Jimmy Garoppolo? That mm. none of this makes sense to me. I, I have to I have to be honest. I I have heard nothing from the Giants side that tells me it might be a realistic possibility. Jordan, when you look at this in Daniel Jones, and it was Danny Dimes right off the bat, right? It was, it was this is going to be a guy that it almost seemed like they were trying to convince everybody was going to be the QB1, and yet they sit here in kind of NFL QB purgatory. What, what does Jones yeah. need to show this year that says you're our guy going forward? Well, he needs to win some games. That's, let's start with that. I mean, look at the record. It's not pretty. Now, you could say, and the Giants do, trust me, we didn't give him a chance, right? Look what we've had around him. Last year, he had one of the worst offensive lines in the league combined with uh, very limited weapons because everybody was injured. You know, And the offensive line, quite frankly, 
all three years has been poor. He's on his, what, fourth offensive coordinator? Actually, one, cool. two, three, four, yeah, fourth offensive coordinator in four years, right? So there's been a lot of things working against him. And they look at the game last year against the New Orleans Saints and say, okay, look, that was a game we were healthy. We were getting guys back. He led us back late in the game, won the game for us in overtime. Like, that's what – when we look at his skill set and, and, like, the kind of guy that he is off the field and the work that he does, like, that's the player we think he can be. Now, at the same time, they're saying we need to see it in order to believe it, right? So they see things like skill-wise and talent-wise that indicate he could be that guy. But unless they see it on the field – and see it at a really high level, they're in position right now where they can just move off from after this year. Mm-hmm. in the last year of his deal. One of the things that would help Daniel Jones is if he got some help in the backfield. How has Saquon Barkley looked so far in camp? I'd say really good. I mean, I'm, I'm optimistic about it. Like I, maybe I fall for the banana in the tailpipe every year on this one. And like, same with, like, Evan Ingram did it to me every year, like, when he runs around and you know, with uh, no, with the short, you know, shorts and shoulder pads, Evan Ingram looks great. And, uh, you know, maybe I fall for that with Saquon every year. But, I mean, he is a supremely talented guy. And last year, you have to remember, so last year he's coming back from a torn ACL. So he's still rehabbing. He doesn't really get cleared for game action for week one until about a week before the game. This year, he had an off season to train, get ready for the season. I mean, he looks good. He is a, he is a, top, top athlete in the league. So what I do see is that this new offense has him running a lot more routes, it seems. And by that, I mean intermediate downfield type routes where not, I'm not just talking about, you know, little flares into the back and into the, out of the backfield. So to me, that shows you that, okay, this is something Brian Dayball and the new coaching staff identified and said, I want to take advantage of this because this is part of his skill set. He could do these things. He can get open down the field or, you know, even if it's five, seven, eight, ten yards down the field. Like that's something we could take advantage of. I think we're going to see a lot more of that from Saquon Barkley this year. And quite frankly, as long as he stays healthy, he'll have a, a much better year because that's what it's all about with him. It's all about staying healthy. And oh, by the way, his draft stock in fantasy football drafts just went up like about two or three picks. Just the fact that you said those routes that he's running out of the backfield, Jordan, are going to be solid. I know, um, I know. People love that. Uh, they love it. And uh, the question is for Giants fans, this still comes from the top, right? Joe Judge had his cup of coffee, no, not going to work out. Brian Dable takes over. Is there a different feel for camp? Because it feels like every time someone's hired at a new place, they try to do something completely different than their predecessor. I think so. Just Brian Dable's personality compared to Joe Judge is very different. Like, Brian Dable coaches hard, but he's just a very, like, I don't know, personable guy. Like, just uh, he's, he's able, he just seems like a fun type guy. So when you're around him, you feel like you're having a good time. That's just his personality. He, ha- he has that ability to now. When you see him out on the field, he still coaches hard, but not to the degree of, what Joe Judge's program was. What Joe Judge's program was, you heard yelling, cursing, you know, MFing nonstop during practice. Mm. If you make a mistake, you were going to get reamed out, and it was going to be hard. They're co- they were going to coach super hard. Like, that was their philosophy. 
and you heard from the players, it kind of made them a little bit scared to make a mistake. And I don't think you get, I don't get that vibe from Brian Dable. Plus, he brings an offense that has a track record of success that gives them hope. And I think that's what I'm noticing from guys is there's a hope that their offense might not be, quite frankly, it was abysmal the last two years. <laughs> like they scored 15 points a game in the NFL last year. In today's NFL. The, mar- the marketing ploy there, Giants offense, we may not be abysmal. abysmal. Catch the Ooh. fever. Catch Goodness. Uh, yeah, Jordan Renan, ESPN New York Giants reporter. Jordan, finally here on the way out quickly. What constitutes a successful season then for this Giants team? I mean, really, like just showing growth. I mean, they won four games last year, so the bar's pretty low. Just head in the right direction. I think showing confidence on offense is, is a big part of that. I mean, if they win, if they go seven and nine, I think that should be viewed as a successful season for this franchise. They're rebuilding. They're starting from the bottom. They're basically in an evaluation year. You can name the Giants player. They're all basically playing for their future with, with the team this year. Like anyone who wasn't drafted this year or last year is essentially in their contract to set up that way that this is a, you know, a, a prove-it year for them. So it's kind of like how the Bills were when Brandon Bean took over and you know Joe Shane and Brian Dable eventually went and worked, with, worked in Buffalo, is that year one in Buffalo, they actually made the playoffs. They went 9-7. and seven. It was a huge – nobody expected it from them. And Tyrod Taylor, by the way, is the Giants' backup, was the quarterback that year. And they kind of evaluated the team and figured, okay – now we have to rebuild it. And in year two, they actually went out and drafted Josh Allen, their franchise quarterback, mm-hmm. and look where they are now. They're Super Bowl contenders. So I think that's the path that the Giants are following here. So anywhere near 500, I think, would be a huge step in the right direction and show that this organization is finally headed towards getting themselves back right, which they haven't been for a long time now. Just some progress. That's all we need to see from the New York Giants. Jordan Renan, he covers the New York Giants for ESPN. Thanks, Jordan, for joining us. You got it. Have a great show. Amber Wilson and Peter Burns filling in for the guys on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Protect the stuff you love with renter's insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Calm. So, Peter, you heard it there from Jordan. He doesn't think that Jimmy Garoppolo to the New York Giants is a realistic possibility. Vegas certainly does. Uh, the Giants are a plus 200 favorite right now to <laughs> land Jimmy Garoppolo. They lead the way as the most likely landing spot, far more so than the Seattle Seahawks, who is the other team that we feel like, at least in the media, hey, they have a glaring need. <sighs> But the problem, of course, being they're within the division. I was surprised, though, to hear Jordan say that he just doesn't understand where this is coming from. Uh, but but I'm glad that it's not, right? Because I think Garoppolo is a good quarterback. I don't think that he's great, but I think that he's good. He's shown that. I mean, hell, you don't go to an NFC championship game. You don't you don't make it as far as you have with a very good team in, in the 49ers unless being you know capable. But... If I'm the Giants right now, and I and I heard what you said, and even Jordan talked about it, it's like ah, you know, seven and nine. That makes me want to puke. That makes me want to throw up right now if I'm a Giants fan because you know what? That's the same thing I hear if I'm a Knicks fan. Well, we just want to get better. Just a little bit better would be nice. You don't want to do that, right? You need to be spectacularly bad this year. 
spectacularly bad so that, therefore, you can build your team like the Seattle Seahawks built their team with Russell Wilson. Okay? Daniel Jones is not going to be the future. Jimmy Garoppolo is only going to be a Band-Aid on a head wound. So there's no way in hell that I would tie up any of my money in the salary cap in bringing Jimmy Garoppolo in. Okay? In theory, it makes point or, or it makes sense if you want to be a you know what seven and ten team. If you want to be a six and you know six and eleven squad, and that t- that brings you nothing. That you go back and look at the quarterbacks that are going to be coming out next year: Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud. There's there's some there's some game changing quarterbacks that I think can be the next uh, you know Lamar Jackson. That could be the next Patrick Mahomes. That can be the next game changer that the Giants deserve to have. That city deserves to have. And if you bring in Garoppolo, you're just basically cementing the fact of, well, you know what? We're going to bake in being average. Like, be really bad or be exceptionally good. Because in the, in the middle is absolute death right now in most sports. I, we have seen Jimmy Garoppolo that he can win a conference title, that he can get you to a Super Bowl. We've seen that, given you have to have the right team around him, or at least we think <laughs> do the Giants that, have that you team? do, because he certainly <laughs> had that. The Giants don't have that, right. de- that team right now, but they. But Jimmy Garoppolo does bring the veteran presence. He brings the experience. He is a quarterback that can win you a championship, at least at the conference level. You know that. So if you need a proven leader in your locker room, if you feel like that would help you move forward. Jordan knows a lot more about the New York Giants than I do, but but the reason that I was looking at them as a destination for Jimmy Garoppolo, yes, they're up against it in terms of the cap this season. I think they've got like $7 million left in terms of cap space. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have to renegotiate his deal, period. If he's facilitating a trade anywhere, frankly, even if he gets cut, because he's got zero guaranteed dollars left on his contract, zero. So as we head towards cut day, Jimmy Garoppolo knows that. If I don't help facilitate a trade, if I don't renegotiate my contract, I'm going to walk out of here with no money because San Francisco is mm-hmm. going to cut me and then I'm going to be renegotiating a deal anyways. So if I go ahead and I take, you know, the seven, ten million, whatever they can give me that they can figure out this season, maybe it's smart for me to go to a position where I feel like there could be a future in terms of a home for me in the long run. And the New York Giants right now, they're projected, if we're looking at a cap of like $225 million next season, they're looking at like $55 million uh, roughly in cap space from what I'm seeing. So they'd have something like the fourth most cap space next season in 23 uh, moving forward. So they could structure a deal with Jimmy Garoppolo after oh. this season if he was the future. I just haven't believed in Daniel Jones. I understand that I keep hearing like they're really going to give him this season and evaluate him and it just felt like if if they were in on him at all that they would have picked up his fifth year option i feel like they've already made the decision on daniel yeah it's sink or swim right and 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 so i look at this if you're if you're the giants if you're going to bring in garoppolo a you're gonna you're gonna hamstring your salary cap that's going to put you in a good position to be a big spender down the road and are you really fixing the issue like if i'm a giants fan i want daniel jones out there taking every single snaps i want to look you in the eye and say you are the dude. You are the guy. You and Saquon Barkley, you're the future of this franchise. And it's not only I mean it's not only Daniel Jones too, Amber. It's what Saquon going to be able to bring. And because think about it. Now, with him being 100% healthier, we hope to see it because he's such a great talent. They got to figure out what they're going to do with Saquon Barkley as well. 
because don't think that for a minute that the Dallas Cowboys don't look at their, their contract with Ezekiel Elliott and go, why the hell did we do that? Why the hell did we put a boatload of money into a running back who's already got too much wear in their tires and it's not going to be 100% healthy? So to me, I look at this and go, Jimmy Garoppolo, I, I, there's zero interest in it. And in fact, the first thing I do is I shoot this down today. I shoot this down today saying we are not interested. Daniel Jones is our starter. We're going to ride or die with him. And got to be honest with you, if you're a Giants fan, you kind of hope you go four and fifteen or whatever it is. You know how many regular season games they play? I feel like they've four done and that, thirteen. Though. They just did that last season. You know, it, it, with the with the four wins. Like I, I think if you're a Giants fan, you feel like, man, we have done this. We've been bad for this long. Let's go ahead and actually try to progress now and no, work towards something. Be because horrible. us be, de- be being terrible and collecting the draft picks or or being high in the draft, it's not working out for us year after year. Saquon's also going into a contract year. It's all going to come down to. What he's able to do this year, and if he's able to stay healthy, Jimmy Garoppolo certainly has his own durability concerns. Although I think that he's a pretty decent quarterback, it's an interesting situation for the New York Giants. Can you imagine what kind of star Garoppolo would be in that market, though? I mean, I know that that doesn't factor in. You've got to win football games. I get it, but we are talking about the number one market in the country. Let's not pretend that Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't bring a certain semblance of star power. Oh, does he? I mean, he looks like a he looks like a model. I mean, it was the same thing that Matt Sanchez uh, or Mark Sanchez looked like when he was over with the Jets, and he had he had a cup of coffee. But that was you know, the runs that the Jets have was I felt like Sanchez had more of a team that was wrapped around him rather than what Mark Sanchez brought to the actual play on the field. Okay, he was more of kind of a designated driver in that in that on those Jet squads that when they that they rolled. I think Garoppolo could be that guy, but he doesn't have that type of team around him. And maybe it's just me. I just really want to see the drama of Jimmy Garoppolo going to DK Metcalf in in the Seahawks. I would love to see a trade in that division, which I think is going to be the most intriguing division in the NFL this year. You got the Kyler Murray chaos. You got um, the Rams, who evidently don't even have a salary cap. I don't think they applied to the rules whatsoever. Um, you've got the Seahawks and their quarterback situation, and I'm giving DK that money. I'm I'm so intrigued with the with, with that just, NFC West issue. I just cannot imagine San Francisco trading him within the division. I think the asking price would also be too high in order to encourage them to do that. Frankly, and I don't think anybody's trying to trade a ton right now for Jimmy Garoppolo. It seems like the market has been pretty slow, and the timing of the Jimmy Garoppolo situation uh, hasn't been the best. But they have been hamstring but strung by the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't ready to throw for a long time, and there's already dur- durability concerns there. So we'll see what happens with the Jimmy Garoppolo situation, but we do know that there is one quarterback that got paid. He is the future of the Arizona Cardinals, at least for the next five years, and now he doesn't have to do extra homework. We'll get into that next. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, 
Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. The recently signed extension of Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray includes a rare clause that requires him to study film for four hours per week during the season. Obviously, there's language stipulated in this contract that proves that this dude is not in love with the process to be great. This is another sign that this is a bad contract. When somebody is some way and you give them money, it makes them more what they are. Amber Wilson and Peter Burns filling in for the guys on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. You can tweet to both of us at Amber W. Sports. That's me, at Peter Burns, ESPN. That is him. So a little 112. A little 112 of it back from break. Let's go, boys. Ooh, I guess all does 112 Mace, at this point is old Does school. Mace, before he turned a pastor, show up in this song, if I'm not mistaken? Yes. Wait, why, am I, why am I asking Shannon? Wow, he didn't even is... know anything about Tito Jackson and the Jackson family yesterday. But you're, you're in on 112? Wait, yes, he knows 112. Okay. Come on, Shannon, defend yourself. Wait, wait, wait. Shannon didn't know what? Wait a minute. No, no. Don't, don't put that on me. Don't, now. No, don't, don't put that on me. Shannon. I knew, all about, I knew all about Jermaine Jackson and his catalog. Don't put that on me. I heard you listen. I No, no. They asked you yesterday on the show. Uh-huh. I was listening. They yeah. asked you about Jermaine Jackson uh-huh. and yeah. Tito and what they did. Yeah. And you were like, mm. it sounded like you were fillerbustering. So it go. sounds here- like when I do NHL hockey talk. <laughs> Where I completely uh-huh. make up a bunch of stuff and I use a bunch of terms I don't know anything about. Yeah. Better listen, they got to do that hockey. So here's a little they got to do that hockey. That's how you sounded about the, about Jermaine's So here's uh, a little catalog. behind the scenes. When Max brought me in on that, mm-hmm. I wasn't paying attention. So I didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> so I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, oh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Not that I wasn't paying attention because I'm always locked in, of course. You know? Lies, no. Of course. Lies, lies, and more lies. Const- I'm doing other stuff. I got production. I'm doing 10 different things at, at a time, you know, mm-hmm. and... Oh. And yeah, so that's I'm, I'm, handling everything back that's the there. Truth, I'm well, to it. Amber, you know well, what that was right there from Shannon? That was him knowing that our bosses are listening to us this morning, trying to get his next contract in there. Yes, I mean, I was working. I was doing like six or seven things. I put a Jermaine so Jackson clause things. in my deal. Yes, he wants to make sure that he doesn't have some sort of homework clause in his deal, like Kyler Murray had in his deal. He no longer has it in his deal because of all the backlash. And you heard it there on the rejoin, Peter, with Bart Scott. He was questioning now Kyler Murray's work ethic. Why would you hand this dude all this money if there's questions concerning his work ethic? Fair question. We know that that smoke has been surrounding Kyler before we even knew about the term in this contract. 
But once it was in black and white, it seems so obvious that the Cardinals themselves have questions, not just everybody on the outside or the rumor mill, but the Cardinals themselves have questions as it concerns Kyler Murray's work ethic and them taking away this clause in a contract that frankly probably wouldn't have been enforceable anyways does little, I think, to satisfy us that somehow they've changed their minds. It's it's amazing. Like occasionally... I love stories in which involve the NFL video games. Okay, these are all these are two things that I also that are near and dear to my heart, Amber Wilson. But then also when a a professional organization acts like an amateur club, which is what the Arizona Cardinals did, and when a professional athlete makes their bosses look bad, which is what Kyler did yesterday. All right, so I want you to listen to this soundbite right here. Okay. Just close. Well, I was going to say close your eyes, but you're probably driving. Listen to us at KJM. Don't do that. I don't want that. That I don't want that on me. Okay. But listen to what Kyler Murray had to say. His presser and think about this. And I don't do this often. I don't talk about myself, but today I feel like I have to. And so I'm a list the accolades. You know, to go 43 and 0 in high school in Texas. Um, some are going to say, "Oh, it's high school. That's cool." But nobody else has done it. Um, go to college, win the Heisman. Um, get drafted number one overall to the NFL, get drafted number nine overall to the MLB. Again, no one's ever done it. There's multiple different ways to watch film. And, you know, of course, we all watch film. That's not um, – that doesn't need to be questioned. Um, but, it's again, I ref, you know, I, I refuse to, to let my work ethic, my preparation be um, being questioned. You know, I've put an incomprehensible amount of uh, time and, and blood, sweat, tears, and work into what I do, uh, whether, whether it's football or baseball, you know, People can't even comprehend the amount of time that it takes to, to do two sports at a high level in college, you know, let alone do it, you know, be the first person to do it ever at, at my size. It's like I said, this is um, it's funny. But, I, you know, to, to those of you out there that believe that I'd be standing here today in front of you all without having a work ethic and without preparing, I'm, I'm honored that you think that. But um, it, it doesn't exist. It's not it's not possible. It's not possible. Kyler Murray whiffed on this. This is a pick six. He had, I mean, it was a slam dunk opportunity for him to put this whole thing to bed. Okay, let me. I'm, I'm going to walk you through this. This is what Kyler Murray should have said yesterday. Hey, Cardinals PR. Hey, hey, you, you mind if I holler at the media real quick? Yeah, we're cool. Yeah, don't worry about what I'm saying. I got this. And they're like, okay, yeah, we just gave you 160 million dollars guaranteed. Go ahead, do it. Uh, hey, I, I just want to address something real quick. There's been a lot made about this addendum to my contract and video games and whatnot. They were right. I play a, I played a boatload of video games. I love it. I love Call of Duty. I love Modern Warfare. I think some of the remixes have been bad. I play some Fortnite. But guess what? I got $160 million, and if you think I was good now, okay, by playing a bunch of video games, I'm going to be even better. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm totally cool that they threw this thing in. In fact, I was the one who brought it up to them and the Cardinals going, hey, I want salt in the game. This is what I'm going to bring. You're committing to me. I'm committing to you. And everybody's going to want to play in this offense now that we are super locked in. He says that, Amber. He makes a joke out of it. He completely diffuses the entire situation. That's what a leader does. That's I what of a quarter of a billion dollars. How? I think this thing would have would gone agree. away. It would have been agree gone. If we're talking about a quarterback that has accomplished things in the NFL. Then you've earned the right. You've earned the luxury to joke and poke fun of yourself. Fine. Oh. Or even when we had on Jeff Darlington earlier in the show. If you missed any of the show, you can always check out the podcast on the ESPN app. 
He was talking about the Leonard Fournette situation. There's the reports that he shows up to camp significantly overweight. He pokes fun at his own self putting he posted a, a picture. picture of him in like in a fat suit. It was hilarious. Right. And so that's very funny. Leonard Fournette is a different place in his career than Kyla Murray is. We are talking about a young quarterback that's living under a microscope that most people think just got paid at $230 million in terms of his overall contract in a way that maybe he doesn't yet deserve. We haven't actually really seen the winning from him. Yes, the Cardinals had the best record in the NFL for a significant portion of the season last season. That doesn't get you a whole lot if you can't do it in the postseason. And so far, the Arizona Cardinals and Kyle Lamurray have been disappointing. They were even wildly disappointing down the stretch. So there's going to be question marks there about Kyler because he hasn't earned the ability yet, I think, frankly, to poke fun at it, to poke fun at the situation. And And yet you're giving him $160 million? You're making him one of the highest paid quarterbacks in in the game because of that? I mean, come on. Like, at, at that point he has deserved it right and I think he deserves the money that he got from the Arizona Cardinals but if he deserves that amount of money and he's had success act like it take one for the team you could have cleaned up this mess for the Arizona Cardinals right your job as a leader no matter if it's professional sports or as a parent or at a boss at any place if you are that guy you you take the issues and you eat them, especially for $160 million. But for for Kyler Murray to whiff on this press conference goes to show you there is there are issues. There are issues that he's not ready for this moment because he could have totally read the room, controlled the narrative, and said, you know what, Arizona, I know you kind of host me on this contract, and yeah, I, do, I guess I did sign it. However, I'm going to clean this up. This is the kind of guy that I'm going to be, and this thing would have gone away. Instead, Kyler Murray goes out there, and he blames the media. He blamed us for something the Arizona Cardinals put in their contract. It was the Cardinals. He got hosed by yeah. the Cardinals. I, I the the move today is blame the media, right? You blame the media for everything. The whole reason we're talking about it is because this contract language existed. This is on the Cardinals. This is bad on the Cardinals. I don't think it was frankly up to Kyler Murray. I wouldn't have put the onus on him to clean up this situation. The Cardinals should have handled this entire situation differently. If you're willing to pay a quarterback two hundred and thirty million dollars, then you better believe that you have all of your PR in place in terms of how to roll out that contract, how to convince us all that you believe in him, and how to convince the rest of us that he deserves that kind of money, plus 160 guaranteed, plus the 45.1 per annual that makes him the second highest paid quarterback in the league. Convince us all. And the way to do that is certainly not by putting a contract clause in that tells us that you don't believe in your your Uh. quarterback's work ethic, and then us all finding out about it on the back end. That wasn't the way to handle it. And it didn't need to be there to begin with, or frankly, you wouldn't have removed it. So it was a very bad move by the Arizona Cardinals and how they handled it. But they're not the only ones that have a contract clause uh, that has been included in a professional athlete's contract. That is interesting. Zion Williamson has one as well. His $193 million contract requires him to stay below 295 pounds. We'll get into the Zion Williamson contract next. This is Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. 
The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Amber Wilson and Peter Burns filling in for the guys here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. So we've been talking a ton, Peter, about the Kyler Murray contract clause. That is no more the homework clause, but mm-hmm. there's other clauses and other professional athletes contract. Not that one, uh, but Zion Williamson in the NBA. He has an interesting clause in his contract, according to the Times Picayune, whatever. Anyway, Picayune, uh, Picayune, Picayune. There you go. Thank you. According to the Times Picayune, the contract stipulates that Williamson must must weigh in at below 295 pounds periodically throughout his $231 million deal. That's essentially what they're saying. Now, reportedly, he showed up well above, that was the quote, 300 pounds to last season's training camp. We have seen Zion reportedly exceed well over 300, so staying below 295 for Zion Williamson, not a given, Peter Burns. Not living in New Orleans, right? I mean, I'm, I'm listen. I'm born and raised in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and Port Allen, right? I, I'm, I've gained forty pounds just going over there over a weekend to watch. An I gained LSU forty pounds just case. thinking about it. Right? You got the jambalaya, you got boudin, you got couscous, mm-hmm. you got everything, and so. It, but it is funny about the difference between Kyler's part of his contract, which was, I, I would imagine in theory, set up to help him succeed, this in Zion's contract is set up to help him succeed as well. They they know that missing all of year three and only playing, what, the 24 games in year one, when he's healthy, when he's in good shape like he was in year two, he's a game changer. He's so much fun to watch, and he could be what the Pelicans are, are building around. So, But the difference is one is a physical part of mm-hmm. his contract versus I think Kyler is a mental aspect of his contract. 
Now, I, I think the Kyler clause is more insulting because we've seen the Zion oh, Williamson clause before. I mean, it's not unheard of to require a professional athlete to stay below a specific weight, particularly in that sport, frankly. I mean, as a Miami Heat fan, the Heat are notorious for bringing out the pinchers and measuring body fat percentage on players and having those sorts of requirements really? as a team that, oh, yeah, wow. as a team that requires the most adherence to uh, conditioning. Uh, don't ask Kyle Lowry that, though, but you heard it in the Pat Riley uh, postseason presser with his frustration there. So we've seen this in the NBA before, is my point. We've never seen in the NFL what's happened here with Kyle Murray. The, hey, don't play video games while you're watching game film clause seems like an unusual one, even if it's maybe a fitting one in 2022. And one that we've learned throughout this show also should apply to Peter Burns because him and Marcus Spears have a fortnight problem until 1 a.m. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. We are presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Amber Wilson and Peter Burns, we've been filling in for the guys. You can always join the conversation. Give us a call, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We've gotten some college football in and some NBA in on today's show, Peter, even a little baseball, but we have been an NFL-heavy show because the biggest storylines in sports right now are coming out of NFL training camp. So let's bring in some help with the NFL conversation. Mike Tannebaum, ESPN NFL front office insider, joining us now on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. And Tannebaum, uh, we've been talking a lot about Kyler Murray's contract clause, the homework clause, as it's been known as now. It has no longer, it is removed from that contract. What have you made by this situation about how the Cardinals have handled this deal with Kyler Murray this week? You know, I think it was it was something that was a, a very good idea that they, they had a concern about what was going on. Um, but I would have waited on the contract from a standpoint of he was just in the league for three years, so why not say, hey, we're going to take the next six weeks to evaluate. Um, we're going to see how it goes. You've done a lot of great things. That's why we want to assign you to an extension. But we have to make sure that these concerns we have are addressed. And I'm just surprised that they're surprised by the blowback because <laughs> – I've looked at NFL contracts for 30 years. I've never seen anything close to this. Mike, what is the wildest thing? I'll get back to the Kyler thing in a little bit, but what's the wildest thing that you have talked about in in, in a contract or that you had seen prior to something like this? Um, Weight clauses, you know, it would be one where um, you're trying to, you know, align with the player to give him the best chance to be successful. And, you know, you try to... uh, put them in a position where if they hit certain weights, they mm-hmm. get paid extra. And um, again, when you put those clauses in a contract, you hope they earn every dollar of it. Now, what, now walk me through this, because I was fascinated how, about how idiotic this whole thing was in Kyler's contract. But I, when you get into the minutia of it, Mike, of someone in that room had to decide it wasn't three hours, it wasn't ten hours, it wasn't five hours, it was four. Like, who, who is making that decision? Is it ownership? Is it a GM? Is it the agent working with it? Walk me through how something like this gets even into somebody's contract. Yep. You're, when you're the general manager, you're sort of the point guard of information for the whole organization, and you're saying, hey, here's what we can get done, here's what we can in terms of the negotiation. So ownership's on board, the head coach is on board, and um, again, I don't know why they came up with the number four. I think the number should have been more like 40 if it was going to be in there. 
Yeah, four seems like they were uh, certainly setting the bar very low in terms of the requirement there. And maybe because that contract clause, frankly, probably would have been completely unenforceable anyways, even at four hours. Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max Amber Wilson. Peter Burns filling in for the guys. So that contract clause is no more. But I have a feeling, Mike, we're not done talking about Kyler Murray's work ethic now and that we'll probably be likely talking about it throughout the Mm. season. And I mean, what does Kyler do to put this behind him? Go play clean football, and I think you make a really good point, which is unfortunately now every time he throws an interception or if he gets sacked on third down, someone's going to say, like, oh, well, shouldn't he have known that from film study? So it unfortunately brings a lot of attention to something that I'm sure they're trying to do the opposite. And, again, I would be surprised. I'm surprised that they're surprised by it because now it's just going to be a season-long narrative around them. How much, if any, does this play, and not necessarily the addendum to Kyler's contract, but the fact that it was 160 guaranteed, we just saw DK get paid, of course we saw the crazy Deshaun Watson deal, how much does this play into Lamar Jackson, who says he doesn't want to negotiate during the middle of the season, put an onus to get it done here in the next couple of weeks? Yeah, I think it has nothing to do with it. I think it has everything to do with uh, Deshaun Watson. If I'm Lamar Jackson, who's done everything right, I want $230 million fully guaranteed. And until you give me that number, guys, there's nothing to talk about. You know, I really like Lamar Jackson as a player, and I love him as a person. He's done everything right. He's handled He's been impeccable off the field. And if I'm him, I simply can't take a nickel less in guaranteed money than what uh, Deshaun Watson got. Uh, the other news coming out of NFL training camps, not just quarterback contracts, Mike, but also uh, injuries. Ryan Jensen, Tampa Bay Bucks center, Tom Brady, who loses his center, at least for the time being. Jensen was carted off the field yesterday in Tampa. He's still undergoing tests on his left knee. How big of a loss would that be for Tom Brady and this Bucks team? Huge. Uh, he's a great player, and he's a tempo setter. He, he's a real tough guy, and uh, unless – um, they could be pull off a trade with somebody. Um, this could be a very significant injury, just given the fact that you know Tom Brady's turning 45, and you know how important you know a good pocket is for him. My last question for you here, Mike. In you talk about you know Tom Brady's been there forever. Everybody's trying to find their own Tom Brady. Jimmy Garoppolo played behind him at some point. Could you see Garoppolo at some point going to the Bucks and be kind of the next guy? Is it the Giants? Do the Seahawks get a deal? Where do you figure out his future? I would try if I was Cleveland. I would try to trade for him if Deshaun Watson has a notable suspension. So that's the one team to me that's in contention or should be in contention. So if I'm Cleveland, that's where I turn to, and that could be a win-win. Yeah, we haven't even mentioned the Cleveland Browns as part of that conversation on today's show yet. We are still, of course, waiting the Deshaun Watson news, whether there will be a suspension, whether Sue Robinson will find a violation of the league's conduct policy. Mike Tannebaum, ESPN NFL front office insider joining us. Uh, Mike, finally here on the way out. Uh, you heard Peter there mention the New York Giants, though. A player that they do currently have on their roster in Saquon Barkley. He's entering a contract year. What do you expect from him this year? Can he bounce back and turn things around? I, I think so. I work with Brian Dayball at the Jets. He loves getting the ball to running backs, and I think Saquon has a big year. There it is. Well, they certainly need it there. Drafted. They certainly need Drafted. it there in New York. Uh, Mike Tannebaum, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. <laughs>
It's funny, nobody, Peter, is in on this whole Jimmy Garoppolo to the New York Giants idea other than seemingly me, you, and the odds makers. Uh, well, not, not me. Oh, that's right. Not you. No, just no, no. I'm, you're I'm, not I'm even on. It. You're not even but what, on board. But sell, sell me on me. this. Again, sell me on the fact of seeing Garoppolo with the Giants because I, I, I look at this and I go, no, you sink or swim with Daniel Jones, and if it doesn't work, you try to do what the Seahawks did, which is hit on a rookie quarterback and, and use your money elsewhere versus it being, you know, loaded into Jimmy Garoppolo. I just don't believe this idea that Daniel Jones is still in this questionable phase with the Giants. I feel like they indicated their future with Daniel Jones the second they didn't pick up his fifth-year option. That they are that they are not believers in that Daniel Jones. That they're trying Jones, to fail. He is not their f- <laughs> well, just that he's not their future in New York. And if he's not your future, then you're going to pivot. And yes, you could pivot in the draft, or you could pivot to a proven quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo. And I know people are going to say, well, what has he proven? Well, he has proven that he can win a conference championship. He has proven that he can get you to a Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. Like he has proven that he can have tons of success in the NFL. And I understand that people don't think Garoppolo is Patrick Mahomes and elevates everybody around him fine. But at the same time, he's an incredibly competent quarterback. And I do under, I think we underrate the success that he has had. I will say this, though. I think he has been he's handled this situation as good as it can be, right? Even showing up at training camp, and he's been a, a great mentor for Trey Lance, who I think is going to be a very intriguing character coming up this season, of course. Garoppolo has said all the right things. Him and the 49ers appear to be on the same page. They're giving him that respect as well. They seem to be working together and finding a new home for Jimmy Garoppolo, which does seem inevitable here because it seems like Garoppolo wants out, and it seems like the San Francisco 49ers want to move on to the Trey Lance era. Speaking of, Lewis Riddick says Trey Lance is his long shot pick for MVP. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.